podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, Kules. Welcome back to Barca Talk. I'm Cole Ridley, recording this in Seattle, Washington for you guys. Today I'll be breaking down the headlines not around just Catalonia, but all across Europe with the concerns of the coronavirus and updates on Barca abroad and below. First, as an update to the previous round of fixtures last weekend, Barca are now top of the table, two points ahead of Real Madrid thanks to a Real Betis victory. Former Blaugrana Christian Teo scored the winner for the home side, upsetting Madrid that left Barca at the top. With 11 matches remaining, there's no room to slip up again. Madrid have the tiebreaker over us for the season, but we have to take things one match at a time. Next weekend in La Liga, Barcelona travel to face Mallorca, while Real Madrid host Ibar. Both clubs have their second leg ties in the Champions League next week. I also want to mention the comments Gerard Piquet made following the victory over Real Sociedad. Gabriel and Brian broke down the gesture and comments made by Jordi Alba last weekend. They also discussed assistant coach Eder Sarabia's actions on the sideline of El Clasico and the rumored negative response from the dressing room. But Gerard Piquet has come out in full support of Sarabia following the win. Piquet was quoted saying, The assistant coach is full of adrenaline and intensity, which manifests itself in that way at the Bernabeu. But it is all completely normal for us. All the players discussed it in the dressing room. The boss apologized and we told him that nothing had come from us. So apparently there was never any embarrassment or anger from the dressing room after all. PK continued saying, We like that there's intensity in the dugout and that they are living in the game too. PK also made note that there's always something up with the club. First not having a team huddle, then the warm-ups being different, then Sarabia's behavior. So we know that the players are well aware of the circus that surrounds their names in the media. But it doesn't seem to be all that loud to PK, unlike Jordi Alba. It's positive to hear that PK is embracing the intensity of Sarabia and is inviting the criticism and encouragement from the coaching staff. We all want more passion on the pitch from our players, and maybe this is the start of that change. I don't think this is the last controversy for our club this season. Hopefully, if the board leaves this summer, then the theatrics and laughable headlines surrounding our club in recent years will leave the camp as well. Now for the breaking news. Barca's UEFA Champions League tie against Napoli on March 18th will be played behind closed doors. The club announced that the match will take place as scheduled but without spectators as a precautionary effort to stop the spreading of COVID-19, the coronavirus, throughout the region of Catalonia. Europe has been hit hard in the last week with new cases of the virus spreading much faster than anticipated. Italy is on lockdown, having far more cases than Spain at the moment, so there was concern surrounding Napoli's traveling fans in the Camp Nou. This won't feel all that unfamiliar to us since Barca played a match without fans in 2017 against Las Palmas due to protests happening in Catalonia. It was strange to see on television and to hear the players' and coaches' voices made it feel like it wasn't really FC Barcelona we were watching. The Camp Nou is a fortress with the wayside struggling for results for decades now. However, much of that is due to the support Barca get from the stands. The Camp Nou is a cathedral because of its fans. Us Coulets inspire the team our passion bleeding onto the pitch, and without fans, the matches will feel more neutral and even. Which isn't a good thing for our club with its form this season. Barca have struggled on the road, and though it is still our backyard, an empty stadium is more similar to an away ground. As far as expectations and results go for the next few weeks or months without fans, anything can happen when this season's Barca are playing. But this is not the only match behind closed doors in the near future. Per La Liga's announcement on Tuesday, Barca and all other La Liga and Segunda Division clubs will at least play two further games behind closed doors. 
For Barca, this means this coming Saturday against Mallorca and the following weekend at home to Leganes. Back in Italy, their governing body have canceled all sporting events until April 3rd, meaning that Serie A will be suspended until then, as will other leagues and sports. Serie A's organizing body have already begun rescheduling matches and are even considering creating a playoff system to have the season decided by less games or ending the season altogether with the current standings. In France, the top two divisions are to be played behind closed doors as well. Five of the nine Bundesliga matches will take place without fans this coming weekend. The prestigious Champions League anthem won't be sung by spectators anytime soon either. PSG versus Borussia Dortmund, Bayern Munich versus Chelsea, and Juventus versus Lyon are all being played without spectators. Even the Europa League is being cautious as Inter and Hitafe will do without fans. I am watching the Valencia and Atalanta match as I record and it's a sad sight to see. Football needs fans, but it's also important that people take care of themselves right now. My thoughts and prayers go out to all affected by this virus around the world. I have no doubt football can unite us all in a time like this, but we must take care of our physical health and not put others or ourselves in danger. Not that this season is over for certain, but with further suspension of matches and competitions pending, I'll try to look to the future and break down what Barca have to look forward to, that being players abroad and exciting talent still in La Masia. First, a talent abroad. Francisco Chincao will arrive in Barcelona in July following his breakout season at Braga in Portugal. The 20-year-old winger has made 10 appearances to date, scoring one goal. But since Barca announced his signature in January, Trincao has scored five goals in seven appearances. The taller-than-usual winger has strong physical attributes to his game, along with dribbling technique. He's a playmaker, despite not having the strongest passing abilities. A gifted winger for Barca is exciting until you remember that Barca haven't had a successful one since the new board arrived, minus Ansu Fati. Valverde didn't play with natural wingers in his system, and Setien is yet to find success in that position as well. So hopefully Trincao can break that streak. Another player to be excited about is Ilich Moriba. The 17-year-old central midfielder has recently broken into Barca B and has already opened his account in the Segunda division. He is compared to a Paul Pogba type of player, being a playmaker in the middle of the pitch who can go forward and defend equally. He is still very young, but there is much to be excited about with Moriba. He is also proud of his close friendship with Ansu Fati, so hopefully we'll get to see their connection on the pitch together in a year or two. The Brazilian fullback Emerson has turned heads in Catalonia as well. Barca owned part of the rights to Emerson and can exercise a clause this summer for him to depart Betis and compete for the right flank position. He is a pacey and lengthy fullback who is creative in attack and consistent in defense, but going forward is what may entice Barca the most scoring three goals and assisting five in the league of the season. It won't be long until he is in the Blaugrana shirt. A Brazilian playmaker at Bayern is rumored to be in Blaugrana colors next season as well. That is, until the club can ship him off and salvage any investment they made for him in the first place. Life on the pitch is not living up to expectations in Munich for Philippe Coutinho. There's a good chance the Barca will try to sell him this summer should Bayern not exercise their 100-plus million euro clause to purchase him outright and it is sounding like Bayern will not do that. Coutinho has once appeared to be out of place when on the pitch in Germany, similar to his time in Barcelona. It's a real shame, because he's a fantastic footballer with a great deal of passion, and I hope he can just find it again someday, regardless of where he's playing. We're becoming more familiar with Ricky Puig and Alex Collado at the first-team level, but anything you want to know about them for Barca B is summarized by one word, consistent. 
Either of them could and should break into the first team by the end of the season, and I expect both to be a part of the first team to begin next year's campaign. But unfortunately, the board and coaching staff don't tend to share the ideas I have. The 20-year-old Spaniards are ready for first-team football in La Liga. I just hope it's for our club. I'll wrap up the report with Jean-Claire Turibo. The latest on the 20-year-old French center half isn't good for fans in Barcelona, though. Apparently, the board is beginning to search for a left-footed center back to strengthen the squad for next season. No, I'm not talking about Turibo. Somehow, the Frenchman is being overlooked as a player who cannot fit the above description, despite excellent performances for Barca when he does take the pitch. I recall his performance against Inter in the San Siro in the Champions League and against Sevilla at home in La Liga earlier this season. Both excellent performances considering the expectations we had for a player who doesn't get minutes and is still very young and learning the Barca style of play. But each time he got his chance, I would say he took them brilliantly. Strong on the ball and smart with defensive movements, what more could we ask from our center halves? The board seemed to think a lot more. Turibo joined Barca in the winter of the 1819 season and made just five official appearances across all competitions for the Blaugrana. Turibo is now on loan at Schalke. Since his arrival, he has been raising his game with each opportunity. Against Hoffenheim in the Bundesliga, Turibo was the second best performer on the pitch, making nine clearances, winning all five of the tackles he attempted, and completing 91% of his passes in 90 minutes. At Schalke, he has even made one daring and exquisite Rabona clearance that captured most Coulet's attention on Twitter. Fans were screaming through their phones in frustration of the board's decision to ship him off when we already had a thin squad. Yet, here we are, talking about the board looking elsewhere to fill a void that Turibo could have done well enough and at least deserved his shot at. Instead, Schalke have the option to purchase Turibo for $25 million at the end of the season, which is an absolute deal considering how the market behaves in the post-Neymar PSG era. There's plenty to be excited about for Barsha's future. Let's all just hope we get to enjoy it, the things we have before they're gone and before pundits can point at them on television and call them the ones that got away. That's all I have for you guys today. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Cole underscore Ridley. I live tweet during most games and love to chat all things Barca and world football. Make sure you guys are following the podcast as well at Barca Talk Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. And Barca Talk will be back again on Friday with Alejandro, who will be previewing the match against Mallorca. Thanks for listening. Cheers and Visca Barca. Sports Social Podcast Network.